Alawapa, friends. It's the eighth day of speech the year 175 of the Badi calendar, November 30th, 2018. I have three passages I'd like to read to you today. The first is from the Seven Valleys and the Four Valleys by Baha'u'llah, the Valley of Search. The steed of this valley is patience. Without patience, the wayfarer on this journey will reach nowhere and attain no goal. Nor should he ever be downhearted. If he strive for a hundred thousand years and yet fail to behold the beauty of the friend, he should not falter. For those who seek the Kaaba of for us rejoice in the tidings. In our ways will, will we guide them. In their search they have stoutly girded up the loins of service and seek at every moment to journey from the plane of heedlessness into the realm of being. No bond shall hold them back, and no counsel shall deter them. It is incumbent on these servants that they cleanse the heart, which is the wellspring of divine treasures, from every marking, and that they turn away from imitation, which is following the traces of their forefathers and sires and shut the door of friendliness and enmity upon all the people of the earth. In this journey the seeker reacheth a stage wherein he seeth all created things, wandering distracted in search of the friend. How many a Jacob will he see, hunting after his Joseph? He will behold many a lover, hasting to seek the beloved. He will witness a world of desiring ones, searching after the one desired. At every moment he findeth a weighty matter, and every hour he becometh aware of a mystery. For he hath taken his heart away from both worlds, and set out for the Kaaba of the Beloved. At every step, aid from the invisible realm will attend him, and the heat of his search will grow. One must judge of search by the standard of the Manjun of love, it is related that one day they came upon Manjun sifting the dust, and his tears flowing down. They said, What doest thou? He said, I seek for Lely. They cried, Alas for thee, Lely is of pure spirit, and thou seest her in the dust? He said, I seek her everywhere, haply somewhere I shall find her. Yea, although to the wise it be shameful to seek for the Lord of Lords in the dust, yet this betokeneth intense ardor in searching. Whoso seeketh out a thing with zeal shall find it. The true seeker hunteth not but the object of his quest, and the lover hath no desire save union with his beloved. Nor shall the seeker reach his goal unless he sacrifice all things. That is, whatever he has seen and heard and understood, all must he set at naught, that he may enter the realm of the Spirit, which is the city of God. Labor is needed if we are to seek him. Ardor is needed if we are to drink of the honey of reunion with him. And if we taste of this cup, we shall cast away the world. On this journey the traveller abideth in every land and dwelleth in every region. In every face he seeketh the beauty of the friend. In every country he looketh for the beloved. He joineth every company and seeketh fellowship with every soul, that haply in some mind he may uncover the secret of the friend, or in some face he may behold the beauty of the loved one. 
and if by the help of God he findeth on this journey a trace of the traceless friend, and inhaleth the fragrance of the long-lost Joseph from the heavenly messenger, he shall step straight away into the valley of love. And we're going to stop right there because we're not reading the valley of love today. Maybe another day. The next passage I want to read is from Gems of Divine Mysteries by Baha'u'llah. I'm going to switch to page 27 and 28. Know thou of a truth that the seeker must, at the beginning of his quest for God, enter the garden of search. In this journey it behooveth the wayfarer to detach himself from all save God, and to close his eyes to all that is in the heavens and on the earth. There must not linger in his heart either the hate or the love of any soul to the extent that they would hinder him from attaining the habitation of the celestial beauty. He must sanctify his soul from the veils of glory and refrain from boasting of such worldly vanities, outward knowledge, or other gifts as God may have bestowed upon him. He must search after the truth to the utmost of his ability and exertion, that God may guide him in the paths of his favor and the ways of his mercy. For he verily is the best of helpers unto his servants. He saith, and he verily speaketh the truth. Whoso maketh efforts for us, in our ways shall we assuredly guide him. And furthermore, fear God, and God will give you knowledge. In this journey the seeker becometh witness to a myriad changes and transformations, confluences and divergences. He beholdeth the wonders of divinity and the mysteries of creation, and discovereth the paths of guidance and the ways of his Lord. Such is the station reached by them that search after God, and such are the heights attained by those who hasten unto him. And finally, I'm going to read a short passage from Baha'i World Faith, page 107, Writings of Baha'u'llah. Only when the lamp of search, of earnest striving, of longing desire, of passionate devotion, of fervid love, of rapture and ecstasy is kindled within the seeker's heart, and the breeze of his loving kindness is wafted upon his soul, will the darkness of error be dispelled, the mists of doubts and misgivings be dissipated, and the lights of knowledge and certitude envelop his being. At that hour will the mystic herald, bearing the joyful tidings of the Spirit, shine forth from the city of God, resplendent as the morn, and through the trumpet blast of knowledge will awaken the heart, the soul, and the spirit from the slumber of heedlessness. Then will the manifold favors and outpourings, grace of the holy and everlasting Spirit, confer such new life upon the seeker that he will find himself endowed with a new eye, a new ear, a new heart, and a new mind. He will contemplate the manifest signs of the universe and will penetrate the hidden mysteries of the soul. Gazing with the eye of God, he will perceive within every atom a door that leadeth him to the stations of absolute certitude. 
he will discover in all things the mysteries of divine revelation and the evidences of an everlasting manifestation. Going to continue with our reading of the hidden words of Baha'u'llah. Today we are on the 39th and 40th hidden word from the Arabic. O son of man, neglect, neglect not my commandments if thou lovest my beauty, and forget not my counsels if thou wouldst attain my good pleasure. O son of man, wert thou to speed through the immensity of space and traverse the expanse of heaven, yet thou wouldst find no rest save in submission to our command and humbleness before our face. I'm going to close with a prayer today, uh, one, page 166 through 168 of the Baha'i Prayer Book. He is the prayer-hearing, prayer-answering God. By thy glory, O beloved one, thou giver of light to the world, the flames of separation have consumed me, and my waywardness hath melted my heart within me. I ask of thee... By thy most great name, O thou the desire of the world and the well-beloved of mankind, to grant that the breeze of thine inspiration may sustain my soul, that thy wondrous voice may reach my ear, that my eyes may behold thy signs and thy light as revealed in the manifestations of thy names and thine attributes, O thou within whose grasp are all things. Thou seest, O Lord my God, the tears of thy favored ones, shed because of their separation from thee, and the fears of thy devoted ones in their remoteness from thy holy court, by thy power that swayeth all things visible and invisible. It behooveth thy loved ones to shed tears of blood for that which have befallen the faithful at the hands of the wicked and the oppressors on the earth. Thou beholdest, O my God, how the ungodly have compassed thy cities and thy realms. I ask thee by thy messengers and thy chosen ones, and by him whereby the standard of thy divine unity hath been implanted amidst thy servants, to shield them by thy bounty. Thou art verily the gracious, the all-bountiful. And again I ask thee by the sweet showers of thy grace and the billows of the ocean of thy favor, to ordain for thy saints that which shall solace their eyes and comfort their hearts. Lord, thou seest him that kneeleth, yearning to arise and serve thee, the dead calling for eternal life from the ocean of thy favor, and craving to soar to the heavens of thy wealth, the stranger longing for his home of glory, neath the canopy of thy grace, the seeker hastening by thy mercy to thy door of bounty, the sinful turning to the ocean of forgiveness and pardon. By thy sovereignty, O thou who art glorified in the hearts of men, I have turned to thee, forsaking mine own will and desire, that thy will and pleasure may rule within me, and direct me according to that which the pen of thy eternal decree hath destined for me. This servant, O Lord, though helpless, turneth to the orb of thy power, though abased, hasteneth unto the dayspring of glory, though needy, craveth the ocean of thy grace. I beseech thee by thy favor and bounty, cast him not away. Thou art verily the Almighty, the Pardoner, the Compassionate. Baha'u'llah. 
Thank you for joining me today at Scattering Angels. I hope that the rest of your day is wonderful.